Hello, colleagues, and welcome to another Five for Friday episode of the Assistant Principal Podcast. Today, we'll be doing something a bit different. There was a lot of overlap between this week's daily emails and Tuesday's podcast about building your support network. So rather than sound like my own echo, I've decided to share three lessons from my recent through hike of the Penine Way. But before we do that, let's look at today's shout out. I received a very kind LinkedIn direct message from Kevin McBride, who shared, quote, I just accepted my first assistant principal role for the upcoming school year. I have to thank you for the thoughts and conversations. You gave me some of the language I needed to express my thoughts in my interviews, end quote. Kevin, thanks for letting me know. It's always so motivating to me to hear from assistant principals, especially new ones who are just getting started and to hear about the value of what we do. So thank you. Hello colleagues, and welcome to the assistant principal podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Frederick Buskey. We are all on a leadership journey. Every day we have a chance to grow. Every day we have a chance to help others grow. My goal and the goal of this podcast is to help you grow into being a strategic leader, a leader who puts people before purpose, who solves problems instead of treating symptoms, and who understands the difference between progress and action. Through this podcast, my daily email and virtual programs, I'm working to build a network of inspired and inspiring school leaders. Let's get started on today's adventure and this unique opportunity to learn to live and lead better. Today's episode of Five for Friday recaps the strategic leadership emails for the week of July 24th through 28th, 2023. Pam and I are writing a book about the leadership lessons we learned along the Penine Way, and we currently have 25 of them. We're grouping them into a couple of themes, and I thought it would be fun to share the three lessons from our theme on purpose. So the title of our first lesson is that it's not about the number of miles. During the first few days of our hike, we would consistently run into people and common questions both ways were, how many miles did you hike? Or how many days have you been out hiking? And then a couple of different times we asked people the question, especially the ones that were coming the opposite direction of us, and they'd been on the trail for a while, and they would say, oh, we don't know how many miles we've walked today. Oh, we don't know how many days we've been out on the trail. We've lost track. And what we realized in these interactions was that the number of miles was irrelevant because the purpose of the hike was not to walk X kinds of miles. The purpose of the hike was something else, and that purpose varied depending on the different people that were hiking it. It's a little bit different for each of us. And it occurred to us that in education, we're really bad about asking the right question. I shouldn't say really bad, but we miss the mark so many times. We measure the things that aren't that important, and I'm sorry, test scores aren't that important. It's not about the test scores. It's about kids. It's about kids growing and getting to the point where they have agency in their lives and they can make decisions and do things because of the education that they've gotten. 
So what questions should we be asking when we think about the trail? What we started to do was say, was to ask questions like, Ooh, why are you hiking this hike? What have been your favorite moments? What's the most beautiful thing you've seen? Who've you met that you remember? So we start to ask questions that basically are qualitative questions, not quantitative questions, because that really is what it's about. It's about the quality, not the quantity. So that's the first big lesson. The second big lesson is that pushing through is not always the answer. And sometimes we just need to stop. The first three days of our hike, it was very, very hot. And we were in open spaces the entire day. On that second day, we'd done a lot of climbing, a lot of ups and downs, and we were just getting burnt. We were tired. It was hard to keep enough water in us. And we went down into a ravine and came across a river. We still had four or five miles in front of us and we were really dragging and figuring out how we were going to get going to get it done. But we made a strategic choice to not just keep pushing through. We took off our shoes, we wiggled our toes, got in some cold water, found a tree with some shade and took a little bit of a nap. That rest gave us the strength, both mentally and physically, to get back at it and finish our hike for the evening. So even though it slowed us down, we finished the hike in better shape and in better spirits. And I kept thinking back to where we are post-pandemic. I guess it seems like a long time ago, but I think about how many people I talked to in 2021 who because schools were back open, felt that they needed to jump back into all of the change initiatives that had been going on before school stopped. And people were exhausted. People were worn out. And we just tried to bring in this mentality of, well, we just need to push through. And I think we're still hanging on to that mentality. And it's something at the beginning of this year that I encourage you all to think about how many of your initiatives are so critical that they absolutely cannot be pushed off until the spring or pushed off until next year. And I know what you're saying. We've got really important curricula that need to be driven in. But the fact is, if people are exhausted, then the quality of implementation of driving in a new curriculum is not going to be very high. And in fact, it will be counterproductive because they only have so much energy to spend. And if they're spending energy bringing in a new curriculum, then you know what? They're not spending energy becoming better teachers or not spending energy refining their practice or getting better at building student relationships. And those things, I would argue, matter more than the new curriculum because there is a curriculum in place and it's probably not that different. Okay, the third lesson is that a hike that passes through villages is different than a tour in which we hike from village to village. So we were on the Penine Way, I think a total of 17 days. And most of those days, our hike began 
and ended in a village and usually would go through some kind of a small village. And the small rural villages in England are amazing. They're just, I can't really describe them, but you're passing through places that have been there for a long, long time and that are very different from any small towns that we have here in the United States. So the first few days, we wanted to stop. We wanted to experience everything and poke our nose around every corner and check these places out and maybe go into the shops and sit and have a cup of coffee or stop at a pub for lunch. But when we did that, it put us way behind schedule. And so then we would be trying to pick up our pace and pound out our hike really fast and then get into camp late and be exhausted. And this caused some tension between Pam and I and trying to negotiate how much time we were spending in these villages. And on a big day three, day four, Pam said, you know what? I've realized this is not a village tour. This is a through hike, a 270 mile through hike. And I need to be focused and enjoying the hike, not trying to focus on enjoying the villages. And so that goes back to that purpose, right? We need to know why we're doing what we're doing. We can implement PBIS into our school, but we can do that for many different reasons, right? What problem are we trying to solve? Big implementations, big programs can solve different problems. But if we don't know which problem we're trying to solve, we really don't know how to do an implementation that is going to be most effective. So next time you're trying to make a change or take some kind of action, be really clear about why you're taking that action. Because your implementation of a new program should be different than somebody else's implementation of a new program based on what you're trying to achieve. So the common theme in these things is to know why you're doing what you're doing and then to ask the questions that align to that purpose. Again, I think we're not real good at that in education. Now, part of the reason is that over the past 30 years, there has been a huge emphasis on accountability, but not on real accountability. It's really about fake accountability. So what do I mean by that? Real accountability requires understanding context and consistently adapting as the situation changes. And it recognizes individuals and the changing complexities of society. Fake accountability is about comparing things that are not comparable. And here's an extreme example from my own experiences. One year that I was at Western Carolina University, I was selected by my colleagues to be a member of the faculty senate for the entire University of North Carolina system. So a couple times a semester, we would travel six hours to Raleigh, North Carolina and meet with all of the other senators of all the different institutions within the UNC system. In the first meeting for that year, we were charged with the task of developing a system by which every program at every institution could be compared to any program at any other institution. 
we were asked to come up with a metric, a measurement, a number that would be used to look at the undergraduate education program at Western Carolina University and compare that to the nursing program at East Carolina University or compare that to the graduate engineering program at UNC Greensboro. And we had only about 10 months to do this. And I hope you can see just how insane that is. How can you compare an engineering program to a nursing program to an education program? It makes absolutely no sense. And how can you compare a regional comprehensive university serving rural Appalachia to another rural comprehensive university serving a population along the coastline and comparing that to a larger institution with many more graduate resources and programs serving an urban area? Like we can't compare these things. And in the end, it was so patently obvious that all the people who wanted this, the people that wanted this number, that's all they wanted was a number. They didn't really care about program quality. They just wanted to be able to compare something. And it didn't really matter if the comparison was accurate or valid as long as they had the number. And that's fake accountability. And we have too much of that. The antidote to fake accountability is real accountability. And real accountability is about understanding why we're doing things and then develop the questions that get at whether or not we're fulfilling that purpose. Did you enjoy the hike? What has been your favorite moment? What's your biggest takeaway? What have you learned about yourself over the course of walking 270 miles? What was the most important piece of equipment you took with you? What are your favorite stories? Who did you laugh with? And for me, what was the best pub? What was the best ale at the end of a long day of walking? So we need to be clear about the purpose and ask the right questions. And just in case you've forgotten, without people, there is no purpose. Before we sign off, I want to encourage you to visit my website at frederickbuskey.com. You'll get a pop-up that takes you to a download link for our checklist on building your support network. The checklist is accompanied by a series of six emails, each of which will help you build the essential support network. Additionally, you'll gain access to a free course we're offering, which takes you through three other essentials to help you be your best self this year. Remember to subscribe and rate and review this podcast. It helps other people find it and it makes me happy. I'm Frederick Buskey and thank you again for joining me on this episode of the Assistant Principal Podcast. Cheers.